Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And if you look at personal brands, right, getting a job is like, you really need to get crystal clear on your personal brand when you are a job applicant, right? right? Because it's, you're going to have a hundred opportunities and you're going to have 10 real ones that are going to really exist. And you're going to, you know, uh, Welcome to Change Your Mindset Podcast, where it's all about believing in and executing on different and innovative ways to strengthen both your leadership and communication skills to help increase your success, and especially in today's disruptive business environment. One of the most effective ways of building stronger leadership and communication skills is by embracing the principles of improvisation. <laughs> yes, that's right, improv. Your host, Peter Margaritas, is an improv virtuoso. He's also a certified speaking professional and a CPA, also known as the Accidental Accountant. Each episode of Change Your Mindset is designed to bring you different and innovative ideas, thoughts, and behavioral changes on a variety of differing topics, with the sole purpose of strengthening your critical soft skills. We may call them soft skills, but they are the hardest to master. And when we do, greater success and growth is the result. So jump in and start changing your mindset now. Let's start the show. Welcome to the Change Your Mindset podcast, where we prove that changing your mindset can be as easy as changing your socks. Today's guest is Teresa Rose, a branded business crystallizer who helps experts to clarify, amplify, and monetize their brilliance. And no, that's not a fancy way of saying she turns the leads into gold. Teresa's infectious enthusiasm and energy are matched only by her ability to help entrepreneurial experts cut through the noise and confusion to create a brand that truly reflects their awesomeness. And with her crystallization process, she can even turn the most scattered and disorganized thought leader into a well-oiled, branding machine. So whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or just started out, get ready to laugh, learn, and change your mindset with Teresa on this episode of the Change Your Mindset podcast. Just remember, if you can change your socks, you can change your mindset. And if Teresa can turn your expertise into gold, she might just be the next Midas. Before we get to the interview, a few housekeeping items to take care of. Off Script, Mastering the Art of Business Improv is available on Amazon in paperback and Kindle. If you want to learn more about the book or order a copy, just go to offscriptimprov.com and order your copy by clicking the click to order button. If you want to buy 10 or more books, please contact me to offer you a bulk discount. You can reach me through my email at peter at petermargaritas.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. Also, please subscribe to and share this podcast episode with a friend. Also, please visit my YouTube channel, Peter A. Margaritas, CSP, CPA, Biz Improv Virtuoso, where you can see previous podcast video episodes along with this one. While there, just hit the subscribe button so you won't miss any updates. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business.
This episode is sponsored by Peter A. Margaritas, LLC, also known as The Accidental Accountant. Are you looking for a speaker that can bring powerful content, virtually or in person or on-site, that is memorable and engaging in a way that motivates and inspires your audience? Instead of data dumping and numbing with numbers, imagine your people and teams delivering a financial story to your stakeholders, a story that creates engaging and relationship-building business conversations. Would you be interested in learning more about how that is accomplished? How would you feel if the value your facilitator provided your organization far exceeded the dollar amount on their invoice? Peter Margaritas, CPA and Certified Speaking Professional, delivers all of the above and much, much more. All of Peter's programs can be done virtually, in person and on-site at your location, or at an off-site venue. Send Peter a note at peter at petermargaritas.com and or visit his website at www.petermargaritas.com to learn more about what Peter can bring to your next conference, management retreat, or workshop. Now let's get to the interview with Teresa Rose. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Oh, man, I got a treat for you guys. Um, my my good friend, Teresa Rose. Oh, by the way, I'm going to do a little drop in here. My good friend, Teresa Rose, who is now a certified speaking professional from the National Speakers Association, uh, is joining me on my podcast today. And she's got a lot of great content to share with you all. So first and foremost, Teresa, one, congratulations on your CSP. And two, thank you for taking time out of your busy day spend a little bit of time with me. Thank you so much, Peter. I appreciate it. It's such a pleasure to be with you. And I love for people to find out where I'm at is TeresaRose.com. And if you look at it, it looks like there's a rose.com. I mean, how cool is that to have that is, a URL that's literally there's a rose.com. That is, that is, I've never noticed that. I'm going to have to go back. And look. Actually, yep. There's a rose.com. Oh, there's my a rose.com. <laughs> That's, that's, that's great. And you're you are a marketing person extraordinaire and you're all about strategic marketing. So why is strategic marketing important? Strategic marketing is important because most people don't do it. Most people do accidental marketing. Most people step into, oh, I, I, I guess I should do some posts or I guess I should do some lead gens or maybe we should update our website. Nothing is really working. So we're going to try all these accidental marketing things. So my purpose is to help people get really clear about what they want to do right? What they mm -hmm. want to do. So they're strategically putting all of their energy and their money and their effort and their time and their dreams uh, to something very deliberate. When it's very deliberate, then you're sharing your, your brilliance uh, that you have in the world. Your business is brilliance, your brand's brilliance, your brilliance. You're sharing it with the world in the most uh, efficient, effective, uh, joyful way possible right? The fun mm -hmm. needs to be there too. The fun needs to be there too, because otherwise, if it's just, oh, I know this is going to generate leads and I know this is going to convert sales and I know this is going to increase our revenue. If there's not some essence in my view, if there's not some essence of who you are in that strategic marketing, then it just will sort of fall flat and people will know it. They'll know it and they'll feel it. Yeah. Being your authentic self is a big piece of strategic marketing. But what do, what do these 
accidental marketers, what's the biggest mistake that they make? The biggest mistake that they make is to bring the perspective and the focal point to themselves. Oh, it's about me. Yeah. What should it be? Of course, it's going to be about the people you serve, right? It's the communities you serve and the businesses you serve and the all of the people behind it. That when when you can shift into genuinely, genuinely, because most people talk this all the time. Oh, it's about the customer. It's got to, you got to turn your languaging to the customer. But the reality is they usually don't. Right. They're so busy concerned about what their how they're being perceived and what their value is and what they need to do or say or provide to, uh, you know, convert into a sale that they don't really just start from the most important place. And that's connecting to that person. Is that ego driven or, or is that just something that's been programmed into uh, people over the years that it's about me because I'm developing this content and I'm delivering it, but when it's uh, always should be about the audience. It's always about the audience. And I've spent half my career making the mistake that everybody mm -hmm. else made, right? It's about me. Even though I would would see the value of what I was giving to my audiences and what I was giving to my clients, I still had that underlying, uh, you know, niggling voice inside that was saying, you got to do, you got to make this happen. You got to make this work. You got to, you know, close the deal. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. We need to really look at strategic marketing as it relates to sales. Because it's not enough if you've got two different, uh, you know, heads of the beast of your business, one over here is marketing and one over here is sales, mm -hmm. and they're not talking the same language and they're not uh, shining the same light, then you're broken. Then the brand and the business is broken because what you're sending out to the world and what you're trying to convert for business aren't the same things. Right. The different languaging and different motivations and different energy and different just approach. There's so many things that are disjointed in most businesses that I've seen that that I was just incredibly passionate about bringing it down to what its essence is first so that everybody in the organization can be successful. Everybody, sales and marketing and or sales and marketing and operations and leadership and everyone else, every role that we play is all in harmony because we're all based on the same thing, the same brilliance that you can draw on a cocktail napkin. Yeah. So we'll talk about the cocktail napkin here in a second. But I, I, when you're talking about we all have done it, we've all made those mistakes. And yes, I've made that mistake too. And I, I vividly flashed back to, I don't know, when I first started NSA and we had this, we were testing out a virtual mastermind prior to the pandemic. And I was looking at doing some stuff on my website, updating my website. And I, Susanna Goulder, God, I could hear her voice. Pete, your website's all about you. It's not about your customer. And I went, what do you mean? Pete, go back and read it. Now read it with some other eyes. Get somebody else to read it. And when I finally got the fog out of my eyes and read it, I went, oh, okay. She's yeah. right about that. I'm not making it about the customer. I'm making it about me. Yeah, especially yeah. in thought leadership, you know, yeah. I, as someone who's been a proud member of the National Speakers Association for many years, uh, I, I know hundreds of them. Uh, and I've coached and and uh, led, you know, an entire community of thought mm -hmm. leaders. And it's it's amazing because they can be so uh, generous and so selfless on the stage 
And I've seen it time and time again, how brilliant they are when they show up. You're brilliant, Pete. You're brilliant in how you break down the, the barriers of communication and, and uh, you know, how we can work together. What you do on stage is magic. And what I consistently saw with speakers is that they, because it is such a deeply competitive, saturated industry. There's mm-hmm. a, you know, you could walk out your street and turn left and you'll run into a motivational speaker or a <laughs> wannabe or a wannabe coach, right? You're just going to, there's a lot yeah. of them out there. Right. So they get so concerned. They don't translate what's on the stage or what's in the boardroom or how they shine. They don't translate that to their marketing. And they just feel like they just have to keep saying what makes them brilliant as opposed to solving problems. That's the number one employee need right now in organizations is we need problem solvers. We need people to solve problems. And so when thought leaders can turn that perspective on and go, what problems am I solving? And am I slapping it in the very front? Not just am I great on stage and can I dazzle? But can I actually solve real world problems for my clients? And what I found is that many of them aren't clear enough about who they are and what they do to even know what that answer is. And clearly articulated in words, in a few words, in a few words, they they have no loss of words. Right. All the time. They right. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And what are they the right words? that reflect who you are and the value you bring right. to your customer, right? And and finding those magical words takes a lot of work, period. Yep. I mean, some, some may be able to pull it out, but it's finding those words that attract. It's finding the words that hits someone's emotional button. But yes. yeah, I've got this problem. Maybe and this person is talking to me about this problem that they have solved. Maybe they can solve my problem for me. Versus exactly. I am the problem solver that you have asked for to do for you. Yes, you know, exactly. Yeah. You're, you're organically magnetizing them to you. You're right. organically magnetizing them to you because when you are so crystal clear about who you are and how you serve and what makes you different than everyone else and what's in your heart, what's in your heart, that's why I call my work strategically sacred mm-hmm. because it's not just, is it smart business? Well, of course it needs to be smart business, duh, right? We want to mm-hmm. be able to have a transaction of I'm giving you value and you're going to see the results of it. And it also needs to have heart in it because mm-hmm. we're in this crazy kooky world now <laughs> where there's so much noise and distraction and chaos and trauma and uh, every conceivable thing that's designed to unground us and get us out of our zone of, of, of flow and, and centeredness. And so when you continue to throw all those words out there without bringing it down to some heart. Mm -hmm. They just sound like more words out in the ecosystem. Nobody notices it. Nobody notices it. But when you, when it's yours, when you grab it and you say, this is me and this is how I serve and how I can help you. And you say it over and over and over again, and you write it over and over and over again. And it's the only thing you live, sleep, eat, and breathe. Mm -hmm. Then what happens is those out there that need that, will automatically be attracted to you because they will go, ah, she's going to solve my problem. 
when you said the word heart, I pictured a colleague that you know and I know from NSA Ohio, Roxanne Kaufman. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she's got this the, the 0.02 milligrams of gold in your heart. And she's and yep. she speaks from, I mean, she does the same thing that you're talking about. Yeah. And has a wonderful business, just like you have a wonderful business. Because by the way, can you just get a little bit more passionate for me? <laughs> I mean, you seem a big to be a little light today on it, and just joking with you, you know that. You know, I, you know, that one of my accolades is I won most enthusiastic in second grade. So I come by it honestly. I come by it honestly. What what was the teacher's name? Mr. Moseman. (laughs) Is he still around? You know, I have not checked to see if Mr. (laughs) Moseman is around or not. Maybe I should and give him some accolades because he's been in my speaker introduction for the last 10 years. So I better give him some love. (laughs) Yeah, you may always start asking for royalties or something. Yeah. Exactly. Especially now that I'm a fancy CSP. That's right. He'll want, he'll, he'll want more or he'll want something discounted considerably. Yeah, right. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about, you mentioned something about a cocktail napkin. And when I think of a cocktail yeah. napkin, I, I remember the story of Southwest Airlines, how they were founded by uh, Herb Keller uh, and a couple of the gentlemen in a bar on a cocktail napkin when, when they drew this thing out. Are you talking something similar to that? Exactly like that. Exactly like that. So I have personal experience with cocktail napkin design and cocktail napkin selling. Okay. So I designed my very first keynote back in 2008 on a cocktail napkin on Airtran, where I had upgraded to first class so I could have some liquid courage to be able to get through the process. (laughs) And I mapped out my very first keynote on a cocktail napkin. And then I have subsequently sold more than once my services as a keynote speaker, talking about my thought leadership and mindful performance on a cocktail napkin. And you flip it over and you just do the thing. You draw it. You, when you can draw something, you can mm-hmm. sell it. You, when you can mm-hmm. draw it, you can sell it. And and I found that it brings a level of uh, understanding, comprehension, and call to action for those that you share your cocktail napkin with, that they go, this person really knows what they're talking about. It doesn't have to be a fancy PDF. It doesn't have to be a 17-page proposal that you run through with all your fancy graphics and your animations. They don't care about all that crap. They want to know are you good at what you do? Are you great at what you do? What do you do? How do you help me? And if you can do that in one picture, in one picture, not an acronym, not an acronym, a picture, that puts it a deeper level of understanding to those people that you're sharing your cocktail napkin with, and they can then take action on your follow-up call and your, you know, incredible sales conversation and your closing discussion, right? You close the deal, right? It's marketing and sales together in tandem that brings about the results. You mean my thousand word PowerPoint slide isn't the right thing to use? (laughs) (laughs) And I actually said that with a straight face. Well, I know it's seriously, that's what they all do it, Pete. They all do it. They all go like, oh, I guess I got to make it more complicated. And I want to scream from the rooftops. No, you don't have to make it more complicated. You want to make it simpler. You want to make it clearer. You want to bring it. I've been tapping. Sorry, I've been tapping. So if anybody hears some tapping, it's my fingers in earnest uh, (laughs) tapping because I'm so enthusiastic about this, but it's about less words and more insight, right? More insight into what you really do that makes you shine more than anyone else in the world, right? Right, and actually, um, 
I'm going to request that the master students, the ones who have been who took my Better Business Writing workshop as part of the Communication Center, uh, listen to this because I did something similar to this. I asked, I, I told them, sit down. I want you to take two minutes and just write out why you want to be an accountant. Just yeah. take two minutes. Okay, now stop. Now look at what you just wrote. Now give me a minute. Now give me thirty seconds. Yes. Now write. Now write for fifteen seconds. Now give me three words. Yes. And I wish I could remember, I wish I could remember, but each one of them had three to five words. Yeah. And I went, next time somebody asks you why you want to be who you are, yeah. why you want to be account, use those three to five words because that'll spur people's minds. One, it'll be different because, oh, I'm a senior, I'm yes. a master's student here at Oklahoma State University. No, no. I, would, I kind of wish I could remember what Kat wrote, something like uh, about opportunities abundant in the profession or something like that. That's yeah. why she got it because she saw opportunity, and I said that's that's your that's your response to. Ele- I hate elevator speeches. No, exactly. Yeah. They're dumb. They, they you you want to be able. I mean, yes, you want to yeah. be able to say something in in I think ten seconds or less, right? Yeah. That yeah. and I help. What I mine is I help draw. I help people draw their brilliance on a cocktail napkin. Yep, mine is right. I switch light bulbs on. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How, do, how that seems interesting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it, and it, you and go on from there. Right. People ask the question. People ask, ask but yes. some of these, I guess, who go through maybe, you know, 15 seconds or 20 seconds, but you can tell it's completely memorized to a point. Yeah. That it's almost like it's lost its authentic nature. Oh, it's of course. Authentic value of versus course. three to four words and then everything else is not scripted. It's exactly. Just, yeah. Exactly. And so let's take this, let's take this idea and say, this isn't just about, so I do this for uh, businesses and associations and thought Mm -hmm. leaders and artists and healers and really anybody that has brilliance, right? Right. Anybody that uh, uh, attorneys Mm -hmm. who, who they want to share their brilliance out into the world uh, causes. And if you look at personal brands, right, getting a job is like, you really need to get crystal clear on your personal brand when you are a job applicant. Right. Because it's you're going to have a hundred opportunities and you're going to have 10 real ones that are going to really exist. And you're going to, you know, uh, go for the three and you're going to get the one. You're going to go through all those processes. And the one commonality of all those hundred opportunities is you. So you want to be really, really clear about what are your five characteristics. And what I would encourage your listeners, Pete, to do even more is take those five words and then turn it into a picture. Turn it into a, what do you love? What lights you up? What are you, what, what is a part of your life and the way that you show up that is just uniquely you and, and imagine yourself becoming a a creative artist and putting those three to five words in that picture of what you do right? Uh, You can think through, this is where the creativity comes in when Mm -hmm. you're creating visual branding around that Mm -hmm. stuff, Mm -hmm. right? Is how do I get kind of really creative about how can I weave those five words into a picture? Mm -hmm. Because that brings it down to clarity that is one of a kind. Although the words are also unique, Mm -hmm. you bring it to a level of comprehension and action when they can actually see a picture. In we remember, yeah, we remember pictures. We don't remember yeah. words. We That's don't remember right. like, yeah. And and three to five is can be rem- memorable. Actually, three yep. is actually better than five. Agreed. Uh, but the ability to to create that that picture of it resonates in one's mind a lot longer than the words. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like for me, my, uh, my picture model of what I do is uh, if you can imagine that every person in their heart, in their deepest part of their heart, there's like this just crystal light that makes them shine. It's their soul. It's their mm-hmm. spirit. It's their reason for being right. The, the, the unlimited reason for being. And when that resonates out, it's like a sunrise that comes out a beam of sun that comes out from that, where that first level is then you clarify that brilliance mm-hmm. or you can write it down on a cocktail napkin. You can be picked clear crystal clear then you amplify you're radiating that brilliance out further from your heart where you're amplifying the messaging with your three to five words with the articles that you're writing on linkedin on your podcast interviews on stages in interviews all that place that you've amplified that beautiful brilliance of yours and then you can expand out even further into monetize that's where you get the perfect job that's where you figure out your value ladder that's absolutely strategically crystal clear that you're feeding one into the other into the other that's where the money comes from the money doesn't come from anywhere other than the the core seed of your success and my success and all of your listeners success is our heart what is in our heart absolutely and so i'm gonna give a flashback okay oh boy oh no let's 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 i'm sure you'll remember this you just mentioned something about a sunrise. Yes. Yeah, I did. Have you ever seen, have you ever watched a sunrise on a, on a beach? Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I know it was you who had said this, that a sunrise every day is like, yes, and. Mm-hmm. Yes. The possibilities. So, yes, I, I, was, I was one of her students. Yes. Uh, you were one of my co, if I may be precise, Pete, because you know, I'm a word nerd. I, I choose my words very carefully. We are strategic co-creators. Yes. We are strategic co-creator. That's the magic yeah. of crystallization is that it's not one person say, saying, this is how you're brilliant. It's one person seeing your brilliance, writing it down and then sharing it with you and then crafting it to perfection. So it's really, truly you. And then there's more in this, <laughs> in this story. Yeah. Because, I, folks, I've said this to her a number of times. The way she works, the way her mind works, it, it's, it's nothing that I've ever experienced before. It, 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 is, it is so cool and, and so unique and so spiritual in ways. And it, it's just, just to watch her work. And I, we were talking one day and I was talking about, I want to get into this academic world and start doing more business in this academic world. And, and, and I was thinking, I don't know, I, I don't want to be, I want to be more than a faculty person. I want to do something else. You said, there's something out there. I, I, I kid you, there's something out there that you're going to find that you're going to end up writing your own job description and you're yes. going to do something out of faculty position that nobody else has ever done. And I just kind of, just kind of went, hey, yeah, okay, Teresa, whatever, you, <laughs> whatever you've been drinking, that's okay. And lo and, lo and behold, you were spot on. Yeah. This whole thing at Oklahoma State is basically because of you, because oh. you, you threw that out into the universe. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the universe, universe happened to be, to be listening. And I thank you very over and above yeah. for doing that. But, but you are the most unique individual I've ever met who who works with people in a way. And oh God, it hurts sometimes. I think there were, I think there was at one point I was laying down in the on the <laughs> bench on the table. I was mentally and physically just yes. wiped out. Yes. But we but you get people to places that they 
that they want to go, but I'm not going to use the word afraid to go. They just don't know that they can go there. They can't see it, Pete. They can't see it. See, here's the thing. That's This is what's so beautiful and amazing about strategic co-creation. Okay, what lights me up so hard is the fact that you have two souls. It's masterminding. It is yeah. why I hold masterminds of two, right? right? Two or more people coming together in the spirit of unity for a single purpose. And so when I crystallize your brilliance, when I mm-hmm. see you, first of all, you can't see you. You just mm-hmm. can't. No brilliant person. No one can. They cannot see our, yourself, right? So I'm your sacred witness to your brilliance. And I do two other things beyond just witnessing your brilliance mm-hmm. and, of course, designing an amazing mm-hmm. visual model of it. Right. But I also expand your perspective of what you can do, what you can, what are, what opportunities are out there in the world and what you can accomplish. I can see you bigger than you see you. Mm-hmm. And so because I've digested your content, I know yep. you. I've yep. read your books. I've listened to your podcasts. I've watched your videos. I've seen you really, right? Mm-hmm. And so I expand your perspective of what you can accomplish and I can articulate it back to you because I know what you want. Mm-hmm. We've been partners in this. Mm-hmm. And not only do I expand it, I energize it. That's part of that most valuable cheerleader in me that just goes, no, dang it. I, now that I know that that's what Peter wants to have mm-hmm. as part of his vision, I am going to help see that in my head and feel it in my heart and know that what we created together and your excitement around that, I remember how excited you were, mm-hmm. right? And what you wanted to do to really give that fuel in life. And now you had some picture of what it was going to look like. Mm-hmm. I held that in my heart the whole dang time. And so when that unfolded in what six months or whatever it was, three to six months of when that unfolded, yeah. I knew in my heart because I was your co-creator. Yep. Right. Yep. 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 I, I I thought about that just before we got on. I was and just went, yeah. And and I was hoping that we would get to that point in this conversation that I could share that story because it meant a lot to me. It'll oh, continue to mean a lot to me. And and it's and I, I say this all the love of my heart. You're very unique in so many cool ways. I, some people may not understand you at first, uh, but if if they just give you if they just give you a chance, uh, just just I mean. Some of the stuff, it's like, okay, that's 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 a little left coast. That's a little okay, but <laughs> but, but that's fine. I mean, just, yeah, just the way you got to just but, trust the process. The beautiful mind works, man. You just got to trust the process and let the process happen, and, and magic yeah. happens at the end. Exactly, because it's here's the thing: it's economics mm-hmm. plus the energetics equals the exponential growth. Right. Mm-hmm. That was right. my own model that I created after reading Think and Grow Rich over and over again, uh, especially yeah, yeah. chapter 10, The Power of the Mastermind. Right. What right. I broke it down to, because that's what I do, I'm a crystallizer, is mm-hmm. I broke it down to, yeah, we need to have the economics. We need to understand what the market will bear, what are the trends, what are the strategic you know, programs you're going to put in place. You have the right network, you have the right lead generation, you have all the website, you have the economics that and equally important in the equation are the energetics Mm -hmm. the energetics of the vision i'm going to see you bigger than you are Mm -hmm. the support i'm going to give you so you're not doing it alone right you you have that 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 resource from the heart 
too. Mm-hmm. It's not just that I'm providing you the head of here, here's a great marketing model and the right messaging and mm-hmm. the monetization plan that you're going to use to execute it. I'm also equally, I feel like that's my, in fact, more important part, right? Is the, is the heart. Because right. so if we're in business and, and we all know what that looks like. We've, we've seen those stories where yeah. people are all about the money and all about the head and all about the ego and all right. about what are they going to do for me? Right. And when you can truly legitimately turn it away and go, I'm going to just share all of all that I can bring to this person so I can really see them succeed in the world. There's something amazing that happens when you balance that part too. Right, not just yeah. the head, but the heart too. Yeah, yeah. We we need, we need a little head in the game, but that's a small portion of it. We need more heart. Right. And, yeah. and, we, and you know what? And and you know, we need to be kind to everybody to each other in ways that go beyond cutthroat. And, and yeah, uh, to some degree, that's that's old school. That's still out there. But the more of collaboration, the more of co-creating, the more of crystallizing, the more of this stuff, the more our businesses will grow and our opportunities will grow from that. Yeah. Um, it's a so, yes. And it's a yes. And <laughs> everything in my world's a yes. And <laughs> I've gotten, I've gotten people go because they know how much I hate. Yes. But, uh-huh. or the, or just the word, but, but they'll go, uh, but, uh, B U T T Pete. That wasn't just B U T That's B U T T. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And, and actually I've got, I've gotten some students, some students, uh, the other day said they saw something on, TV or whatever, and they were talking about improv. And I went, well, what, what, what channel was it? What was it about? What news? To-? They went, I don't know. I said, go back and find it for me, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Bring me gifts. Bring me these gifts that I can go explore. And, 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 you know, more and more people are, are I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hearing more and more people use the same language I'm using, which is good. Yeah. Doesn't mean that I'm spreading it, but it means that something out there is catching on to it. It's it's societal. It's societal. Yeah. And and it's like there there's a time and place for everything. Uh, you know, 10 years ago, bringing improv into an organization was very unusual <laughs> and very, you know, just really radical. Right. Yeah, to do right. that kind of yeah. thing. And now where are we in the world? Because of all of the things that are happening in the world, we require required stronger tools, right? We require stronger tools than just, you know, limited kind of happy talk, right? We need to actually get into the emotion of, and the physicalization of connectedness, Mm -hmm. right? Connectedness. So I have a question for you. Yeah. Okay. Thinking about, thinking about all this, thinking about content. Um, And Kathy, you know, Kathy Fayok? She's in the NSA. She's a, she's a book coach. Uh, she came into something for us at her chapter and she started off with things with, I hate to write. No, oh my God, I love this woman already. Yeah. <laughs> but, she, but she was being authentic. Mm-hmm. And, and then I just started thinking about, okay, creating content. So what if you hate content creation? How do you, okay. How do you put yourself past that? When you, when you recognize what your true brilliance is and you can draw it on a cocktail napkin, you now have the recipe for what your content will always be and what most people hate content creation, why they hate content creation is because they don't know what to create. Mm. They don't know what to create. They're confused. And then they go, Oh God, then I got to do another blog on what should I write about? What am I going to do something on? I'm not going to post on. They never, their, their confusion makes it even harder. And they also have been 
I believe, uh, sold a bill of goods that they need to amplify out the wazoo to try to make a difference. And so they think they need to do all this times, mm -hmm. a bunch of content creation. And I don't believe that. I believe that when you are crystal clear and you can draw your brilliance on a cocktail napkin, you know exactly what you want to be doing in the four channels that people take in our creations. They read us, they listen to us, they watch us, and they interact with us. That's it. It's the only way they do it. Choose one thing you actually love doing for each one of those four and you're golden. That's your strategic marketing plan. That's your that's your plan for what you're going to do for content marketing. One, what will they read in me? One thing. Will I be a blog? Will it be an article on LinkedIn? Will it be I'm writing my book? What is the one thing that's going to juice you up enough under you uh, once you're clarified that you'll do right? I am uh, a, a blog writer. I love writing blogs, right? So it's like, that's one of my channels. Do I do a bunch of other stuff to write? No, because I don't want to waste the time, right? Mm -hmm. Listen, doing podcast interviews just like this. I want people to listen to my brilliance that way. They're going to watch me on one kind of video that I'm going to do, right? I'm going to do one video a month. And then I'm going to interact on conversations through Zoom, on mm -hmm. stages, and you know, in conference rooms or at networking events, right? Mm -hmm. Choose how you want to share your content in a way that you actually love, because if you don't love it or at least tolerate it, mm -hmm. you know, willingly tolerate it by choice, when you get to that point, when you really genuinely love it, you will do it more. You will do more blogging. You will write more. You will do more videos. You will get on more stages when you really, truly care about what you're, what you're talking about and you understand it and you can repeat it over and over and over again. And then the monetization comes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I've been talking about, I actually, I've, I've been, I've been working on an article now for this since Christmas. I'm about ready to finalize it, but that's the first thing I've written in a while. Yeah. You know what? And other things get in place, other things get in place. And, and you know what? We also have primary content uh, um, preferences, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're not a writer, don't worry about it. Don't write. If you aren't a good writer, hire someone to write, especially if you have a model of your brilliance, you know, mm -hmm. exactly what you want that person to write about then you just offload it, right? So getting, but it's also the business systems and making mm -hmm. sure that you're bringing on the right resources to help you do that in an efficient right. way. It's the best onboarding tool you can use. Right, right, absolutely. So as we begin to wrap up, if, if somebody came up to you and said, I heard you on Pete's podcast and you talk about crystallization. Yeah. Can you explain that to me again? Because I, I quite, maybe not, completely understood what you meant. Yeah, right. Well, thank you for asking. So I do this crystallization process. It's a 10-step process that I do to, to uh, observe people's brilliance out in the wild. So I digest their content mm -hmm. uh, and, and you get to decide what you put in your box of brilliance, right? So you you know where you've shined. You just don't, you can't see it. Right. You know right. where you've shined. You just can't see it. So you brought you plop that stuff in a box of brilliance. I digest it. I I distill it down to its essence. I design a one of a kind model around it. And then I deliver it in a mastermind of two. That process of crystallization, I want people to start to explore for themselves. Can they start doing it for themselves? They can look at their own content and see patterns and get ideas and open up creative channels for themselves so they can start to see themselves with greater clarity. 
that's what is the crystallization process. And I, I would love for everybody who listens here, who can get, wants to learn more, go to my website, go to TeresaRose.com slash clear, and they'll get a free copy of my 10 part video. I do little videos of the 10 steps that I do when mm -hmm. I do a crystallization process. And you'll get some clarity on, on maybe what your blind spots are and to see yourself a little bit better in, in, in a clearer light. So give us the website again. Teresa Rose or there's a rose dot com slash clear. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to do it the second way. <laughs> well, Teresa, it's been an absolute blast. It's been it's been way too long since we've caught up. And once again, congratulations on becoming a CSP. I I hope I can make it to the CSP summit this next year. Do, do that. That tends to happen right as the term is coming to an end. But um, well, I if I may, if I may tantalize you a little bit, Pete, because you are a part of the Crystal Circle, people yeah. that I have strategically yeah. co-created with, I'm going to be hosting a little a little get together at Influence right before, oh, right I before. Won't, I won't be at Influence, but I will. I will. I am going to try to be at the CSP Summit. Oh, oh, the um, summit. Oh, the summit. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, maybe yeah. I'll do one at the summit too. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so it was great seeing you. Uh, uh, best of luck. Uh, our paths will cross this year. Uh, Excellent. Uh, probably later part of the year, unless we run into each other at an airport, which could always be a possibility. It could happen. It could happen. <laughs> thank, you, my, thank you, my friend. Thank you. Take care, Pete. Bye-bye. I would like to thank Teresa for sharing her brilliance on how we can crystallize our brand, how we can amplify, how we can clarify, and we can monetize our brilliance. Thank you very much, Tracy. Wonderful job. Remember, there are people who prefer to say yes, and there are people who prefer to say no. Those who say yes are rewarded by the adventures they have, and those who say no are rewarded by the safety they attain. Be a yes person. And thank you very much for listening. Like what you just heard, visit c-suiteradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.